Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia, and it's Friday, and that means we get to sit down and talk injuries with Dr. David Chow, who joins us every single week here on the program. David, I wish there was less injuries for us to talk about, but it's only week three, and we are already dealing with some massive <laughs> injuries already, some season endings. We will talk about Nick Chubb and what that dynasty projection might be for him some other running backs need to be discussed as well but before we get to any of that I want to talk about Joe Burrow because David I think when we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals getting off to that slow start being 0-2 having to start with Joe Burrow and this injury that we thought hey week one he's going to come slow out of the gate a little bit okay then week two we saw that re-aggravation he's talking about the soreness it seems like contingency plans are in place where he might not start this week. But I think the bigger question is, with the nature of this sort of calf strain, and I know we kind of touched on this a couple weeks ago, do you think we're ever going to see in 2023 the Joe Burrow we're used to seeing without perhaps him going on a little hiatus for a few weeks yet again? Well, this is what we said uh, on Monday's Pro Football Doc podcast. It's very clear that the Bengals would and should sit him for a week. But that... If they did that, that doesn't solve the issue. This injury was from July 27th. They basically sat him all training camp. He played fine week one. He played fine week two until the final series. The bottom line is calf injuries linger. This is why we've said this is going to affect him into October, like deep into October. The question is, you know, bad luck, aggravation. I don't have the MRI. I don't know how bad the aggravation is and how bad the setback is. But just sitting him this week doesn't put the problem behind him. That's why I said on Monday, the Bengals don't even know what they're going to do yet. Friday today, I'm quite sure with the Monday game, they don't know what they're going to do yet. If they get Joe Burrow to play, my guess is that they'll have some sort of active assist AFO, ankle foot orthosis, some plastic dynamic splint, to help his calf and to protect the Achilles. So it remains to be seen. And I think if they still had Brandon Allen, it'd be an easier decision. If they were 2-0 instead of 0-2, it'd be an easier decision. But they've got a quarterback who's never started an NFL game and never completed a pass, and they're 0-2. And we all know the 0-3 numbers. Since 1979, only six teams have made the playoffs who started 0-3. However, that wasn't a 17-game season, and it wasn't three wildcard teams. So it's not as dire as the historical numbers would indicate, but it's still pretty significant. Um, and so the Bengals have a big decision to make. And what does that mean downstream for fantasy? Look, whatever it is, he's going to stay in the pocket. How does that change game plans? I mean, I'll ball out quick, the whole deal, and you know the fantasy implications of of that. But yeah, this is a this is a big lingering deal. The good news is I don't think he's at any risk for any permanent damage. So they're just going to okay. have to make a logistical decision on what to do. Well, that certainly makes sense. And, uh, you know, I know calf strains can be a tricky thing in terms of the re-aggravation and, you know, something we've seen in the baseball world, too. I remember when Josh Donaldson a couple of years ago was dealing with one and then people said, oh, it's going to be fine that he pushed too soon. And then. He was out for, I believe, two months with the calf strain. So it became a really big issue there. But Joe Burrow, obviously much younger player, different game uh, as well. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it makes you think about that 0-3 start looming for them. The only good news, I guess, is that the Cleveland Browns are not at full strength now the rest of the season. The Pittsburgh Steelers have gotten off to a slow start and the Ravens are still a work in progress. I guess if you're the Bengals, you kind of look up and say, hey, we're still in this thing. 
Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about the official sports betting partner of the NFL, DraftKings, because DraftKings Sportsbook is here for another week of football, and you can wager on every single game, and new customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner and DraftKings isn't stopping there. No, no. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. So football is more fun. You know that when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with that promo code fantasy pros. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And don't forget that promo code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake, Charles, Louisiana, 21 or over age varies by jurisdiction. Ford in Ontario, see sportsbook.draftkings.com dot com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Speaking of the Browns, just a horrible injury for Nick Chubb. I mean, you know, we love Nick Chubb here if you're a football fan. And it was devastating to see. It's not the first time he's had a massive knee injury like this. And I think the concern long term for those people who play Dynasty is if we're ever going to see Nick Chubb the way we saw him previously after this sort of injury. So when you have this major blowout of a knee that that we're absolutely, it seems like we're looking at here. And obviously, like you said, you don't know all the, you know, you're not seeing all the scans and knowing the extent of everything. But in your opinion, is Nick Chubb's career now at risk? We know the 2023 season is done, but is the career something we should be concerned with? Well, you know, Nick Chubb made a great comeback from Georgia from a knee dislocation injury, multiple ligaments. This is another knee dislocation, some similar and some different ligaments, not exactly the same, but it would be unprecedented to come back from a second knee dislocation injury. Now, what jades that is a lot of guys don't make it back from the first one. So we don't have a lot of second time knee dislocation people. So we don't have a big cohort of numbers to rely on. But it was an uphill battle the first time he made it. It's a bigger uphill battle this time. I I have to think that, first of all, book this. He is not going to play and be Nick Chubb at the start of 2024. And if that's what you need to know to make your dynasty's decision, I'm telling you, is there a chance that he can return late 2024, 2025. I hope so. I want to be optimistic, but the odds are stacked against him for him to return and for him to return and be Nick Chubb, okay? This is actually a much worse injury than J.K. Dobbins, much worse injury than Javante Williams. So I don't play Dynasty. I don't know all the rules. You're the expert, but I think what you're hearing from me is, You got to look at your other options if you play Dynasty and you cannot count on this. Yeah, I think that's that's the big takeaway that you're laying out here is uh, most people don't make it back from the first time. He's doing it a second time at a more advanced age with more tread on the tires. Uh, It seems like, you know, you might want to take what you can get and move on, which is very sad. It would be a sad way to end his career. I hope he makes it back. But whether he makes it back to being the Nick Chubb, we know that seems like a giant question mark here. Of course, we're talking with Dr. Chow, the man over at Sports Injury Central. And this podcast today is brought to you by Trophy Smack. And of course, 
fantasy football is here and trophy smack is the only place that you can get epic trophies championship belts and rings for all of your fantasy football leagues and trophy smack championship belts and rings crush the competition i've got a few myself their custom design tool makes it incredibly simple to create a belt or ring with any image or text you want in less than a minute and that's trophysmack.com t-r-o-p-h-y-s-m-a-c-k.com for all of your trophies belts rings and loser awards don't forget about those those are a good time too and more go hit up trophysmack.com today uh david let's switch gears to some of the running backs here saquon barkley did not play last night what a shock uh for those people who are holding out hope i don't know what you were thinking but the long term is the question here for saquon going forward when your opinion now that we have a little bit more truth coming out of giants camp <laughs> so frustrating the high ankle which is really what it is we saw Barkley miss multiple weeks a few years ago with that. We saw him not look like the same guy when he returned. Should we be hitting the panic button when it comes to Saquon Barkley? Well, you know, that's a fantasy-related question, and I'll let you answer that, but I'll give you the injury take on, <laughs> on what it is. Look, indeed, Saquon Barkley in 2019 had a right high ankle sprain, and he missed three weeks. Now, not all high ankle sprains are the same. We've talked about it. But here's the thing that we try and help out with your fantasy pro listeners. On Sunday in game, we said high ankle. On Monday on the podcast, Pro Football right. Dog podcast, we said high ankle. On Monday on the Pro Football Dog podcast, Monday morning, we said, we don't believe the Giants will come out and say high ankle. They're going to come out and say something different. But why do you get an MRI if it's a standard low ankle? You know what it is. And we saw the injury mechanism. And then after the MRI, the Giants said what? ordinary ankle sprain and media interpreted that to be a low ankle sprain. They never said low ankle sprain. And then on Thursday, on Thursday night football, Saquon says high ankle sprain. And it was like, what, what happened? No, no, it always was. And this is why he was never playing on Thursday. I think it's still a long shot for next week. And the week five is the first chance of maybe, and uh, we'll see. It's a high ankle sprain on Saquon. That's what it always is. And that's the difference of what we do. We do injury analysis, not injury reporting. That's the fundamental difference of what we do at SICsquare.com. So in terms of panic button, I mean, what are your other options, right? I mean, look, my Scott well, Fish Matt Bowl Brita team, ain't a good one. I can tell you that my, right my now. My Scott Bowl team is so banged up. Like, I don't have a lot of other options. I, I would take Saquon right now. So we don't have trades in that league. I'd, I'd trade for Saquon because I don't have anybody else, even knowing that he's not going to be there in the next couple of weeks so it all depends on what you have but i think you need to make contingency plans that he's not there in week four and may not be there in week five and may not be 100 percent in week six make your decisions yeah very important stuff there all right before we let you go for the day dr chow i want to talk real quick about austin eckler he has not practiced all week that seems to be trending again in uh in terms of another missed week for him that would mean Kelly would be up yet again in this one. Joshua Kelly, uh, some sporadic results here. I think he's got a better matchup this week. But from a fantasy point of view, people are starting to get concerned with Austin Eckler. Once again, the ankle issue can take weeks. So in your opinion, when we're dealing with Eckler's version of what's going on here, when would you be anticipating his return in theory, not just to the field, but also his return to that higher performance level? I think Eckler comes back before Saquon comes back. He, too, has a mild high ankle sprain, less degree than Saquon. I think he comes back before Saquon. The question that's fair to ask is, how much does this ankle have to do with not having the long-term contract? It's a question that's fair to ask, right? Not that he's faking injury, 
But if he were 85%, does he play through if he has a contract? That's all. It's a question. But I think he beats Saquon back. And, uh, you know, the couple other things that I want to throw in there real quickly is, is Amon Ross St. Brown has a turf toe. Dan Campbell says he's going to play. But you have to expect Terry McLaurin-like production in week one. Right. Terry McLaurin had the turf toe. So that's why his sixth score is like 66. Expect at most two-thirds of his normal output. Play him, not play him, that's up to you. But you need to expect that. And uh, the other one I think is brewing is that we've said all week that don't believe Anthony Richardson will play. What does that do to your fantasy? You figure it out. I think it's going to be Gardner Minshew because of the concussion. And the other tool that I think it'd give you is I think your guys, you have the VIP access. You need to look at the field views. Before you play Damon Pierce, you needed to know last week that four of the five starting offensive linemen were out. You got to go with plan B there when you see that on the field view. And you can get that at sick data through uh, Sports Injury Central. I think it's like $2.99 a week. It's like nothing just to get a look at all that. You should compare, you know, wide receiver against wide receiver when you're trying to make a decision. Look at the corner that's covering him. Look at the, the secondary, you know, look at the offensive line of your team, the defensive line of the opponent, et cetera, to help you make a decision. And then the final thing is we have a free pick em contest, $1,000 to the winner. And guess what? If you beat me, you get a free week of sick picks, which is a fifty dollar uh, value. The value that you guys have over at sixscore.com is tremendous, especially if you have multiple teams or big investments in leagues or you're playing NFFC stuff or even just big DFS stuff. You should definitely check that out. And you should follow him on the Twitter machine or X, whatever we want to call it today, over at uh, Pro Football Doc as well. Uh, Dr. Chow, always great to sit down with you. We appreciate your time and your insights as always. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. Good luck, everybody out there for week three in the NFL. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.